What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Optimize You podcast, the show where we're helping you increase value and give you value on any and everything to help optimize you and your life to live your best self. Today, we're going over priorities, how to use them, what are they, and if you're not using them, how to implement them into your life. So Alex, how we doing, my man? What's up, brother? I'm doing good. Doing good. I crushed, crushed the workout today. Crushed the workout. Felt really, really good. Hit a few PRs on the deadlift and on the single arm row, which felt good. I mean, it's always a good day when you hit some PRs and it kind of went to show for me, I have been in the higher rep ranges recently. I was in like for a little while, I was in the 10 to 15 rep range. And then I moved down to the eight to 12 rep range. And then today I was like, you know what? I'm going to just kind of, I'm going to see what I can do on the deadlifts, which deadlifts are tough. Like for me, I would, I think the higher rep ranges are like, six to eight is kind of where you want to be in the higher side of things. And then maybe like four or five is like more of your mid range. And then, you know, one to three is more of like your low range. That's kind of my opinion with deadlifts. And so I was like, I'm going to try to see what kind of one rep we got in the deadlift and hit a fucking a really nice PR, which felt good. And so I started off the day good, even though I slept in later than I've slept in in a long time. But we're feeling good today, man. I got my cup of Joe, which is it's a little bit late. It's noon. This is a little late for me to have caffeine. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's gingerbread. I like I, I really like the time oh. of year. This time of year, they got some really good coffee kinds. And so I got like I think it was Starbucks at Target. They had a peppermint bark kind that's fucking mm. awesome. And then a gingerbread kind that I'm drinking right now that's amazing. I, I love that flavored coffee personally. But how are you doing, brother? Good, man. Have you put, uh, are you a fan of eggnog? Have you put eggnog in your coffee before? I heard people doing that. That's that's something that I haven't done, but I've heard people doing that. I have not. Honestly, back when I used to drink, I used to do Bailey's in the coffee a lot. Oh, there you go. And yeah. then we used to do like Jameson whiskey in the, if we yeah. were really trying to go at it, you know, if we were going to get hammered, we'd go with Jameson in the coffee. So no, but I'm, I'm more just your black coffee guy. I just kind of keep it at, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not against putting the creamers in there. I just like, I, I kind of like to keep it low cal, zero cal personally. Yeah, for sure. And we were kind of talking about that before too, how like tracking versus not tracking, you know, keeping in the calories into consideration versus not, you know, things like that. And it's kind of cool because maybe that's a whole nother show that we do too, is because I'm somebody who tra- traditionally tracks. You have experience obviously with tracking, but you prefer not to. And yeah. so it's, it's cool. Maybe, maybe we can, we can line that one up too. I just thought of that one right now, but yeah, man. To, today's is on. Uh, today's is on priorities, right? Setting priorities straight. Let's let's go down a avenue. Let's say if somebody's brand new. Let's say we we got the new year coming up, right? So everybody's jumping on the health and fitness bandwagon. Uh, they're they're setting goals. Maybe. Um, what what would you suggest to somebody who is like, let's just say they're starting from bare, you know, basic bones. They have no experience, or maybe they have experience from previously, but it's been a long time. Let's just say they're starting from scratch. Where would you set somebody up for success to to be focused on priorities? Yeah. And I guess before I answer that question, I just wanted to say like, you know, where this episode comes from is a few things. So I, I think me and you both probably have experience with clients kind of saying one thing, like, oh, saying that this is a priority, saying that their health's a priority, that working out's a priority, yet every week falling short of those those goals. And so I think like for you out there listening to this episode, kind of look at what you're doing and what you've set as a priority. Cause I think a lot of times what we do is we say one thing and then we do another. And a lot of times the actions 
are what we really want to look at. Where are actions lining up with how we're actually following through? I think this goes for, you know, the type of people that I really enjoy being friends with as well are the people that say one thing and their actions line up with those things because it's very hard to find those people. But when it comes to health and fitness, it's along the lines of, oh, I say workouts are a priority. I'm going to hit my three workouts this week, right? I'm not going to fall short of that. Like that's, if that's a priority, then, then I'm going to make sure I do that. Right. And then also in my life, kind of where I came, just where this episode started kind of coming into my life is that I've talked a little bit, Matt and I've talked a little bit about dating on the podcast recently here and there. Like I've been dating and he's been dating as well. And we, what I kind of have done in the past is that dating has been something that just, it just kind of like came into my life and went out, right? It wasn't anything that was actually a priority in my life. And so I never really had, I was not really with people, right? I wasn't really in relationships because it wasn't a priority. Other things were a priority. Like my sleep was more of a priority. My health and fitness was more of a priority. My business was more of a priority. Drinking at certain points in my life were more of a priority than, than women, like not missing out on what the guys were doing, right? Like I, I was more into that and like getting and doing those things than dating. And so naturally when that's the case, you're not going to see results in that area of your life. Right. And so what I've done the last month or so is that I've made dating one of my top priorities and I've started to see more results in that area of my life. And so that's kind of, I just wanted to preface this with that because I think it's important for people to kind of understand the, the reason why we're doing this episode and also maybe where it applies to their life. And so answering your question on kind of where somebody could start if they're new to setting priorities is, you know, really starting to look at what they really truly want to grow in their life. Like where, what areas do you actually want to improve on and grow on and start there, make a list. Like what are the most important things to you in your life? Right. And, and, and your health and fitness doesn't have to be number one. Like a lot of people, it's probably going to be like, Oh, my family and my kids, right. Is number one. Um, then maybe comes your health and fitness. I don't know. It, it's going to be different for every single person, but but be honest with yourself. I think that's the, the big thing is like, don't just say something because you think that's what you should say. Like really be truthful with yourself. Be completely honest and transparent about what you truly want to be at the top of your list because that is going to drive everything that you do. Because once we set those priority lists, then we can start figuring out, okay, like what do we need to put in place on a daily and weekly basis to grow the area that we most want to grow? And so for a lot of people who are watching this podcast, maybe you're trying to get better with your health and fitness. You're trying to improve your weights in the gym. You're trying to lose body fat. Maybe you're trying to build muscle, whatever it is. Like if that truly is a high priority, then we need to start setting non-negotiables or, you know, habits, daily habits within your, within your week so that you can actually improve that area. And if you set those, that as a priority and you set these daily non-negotiables as a priority, and you're falling short of that, then we need to look and we need to be honest about why are we not doing this? Like, why are we not following through for ourselves? What do we need to change? Do we need to adjust those non-negotiables? Do we need to like be real about what we truly want? Like, how do we want to go about it? And so that's kind of how, how I would answer that question. What are your thoughts about, you know, that, that side of things? I love that you said the, the part about honesty, right? I think that's a huge part because if you can nail down that aspect of it and, and pinpoint if you've tried this in the past or if you are, let's just say you're, you're beginning it in the, the new years 
resolution phase. And that point at which you fall off, you really have to face yourself in the mirror. If your goal is to continue to persevere, stay consistent and see it all the way through, because at some point you're going to dip down, right? A lot of people call it the valley of despair where things actually get tough. You're kind of past that honeymoon phase and you really have to ask yourself, is this truly a priority? priority to me? Or did I just want to do something new and sexy and flashy? Or I, I thought it would be convenient if all the stars aligned, like then I would do it and it would be fun. And then I would kind of be deserving of the outcome. But that's only if everything lined up, right? So it's like, okay, well, that's not necessarily a priority. A priority more so in my mind would mean that you do it above, if not everything above most, right? Meaning like, okay, if it's regardless of how I feel emotionally today, if it is truly a priority, and we can also boil this down to standards as well, but if it is truly a priority to me and I feel extremely, uh, it's extremely important to me, then everything else kind of gets pushed to the wayside in terms of, you know, distractions or, you know, I don't have time or you just fill in whatever excuse, right? Whatever blank you want. But if it is of importance to you and you truly can have that conversation with yourself when nobody else is around and skewing your judgment or like, you know, swaying you a particular way, if you can have that honest conversation and be like, is this truly a priority for me? Or does it just sound cool saying it? Like it would be cool if I could achieve it. And if it's on that side, then it's not, it's, it, it's going to be a priority until it dwindles off and the dust settles. And all of a sudden you get past that first initial like week or two where it's new and it's fun. Uh, because it's not a matter of if, but when it's going to start to slow down, it's going to get sluggish. You're going to kind of feel like you're going through mud. That's where you really got to ask yourself, is this truly a priority to me? Do I want this above X, Y, Z? Because you, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to take things that you actually enjoy that are fun right now, um, that you are like hobbies or whatever, and they're going to have to take a backseat to this new priority that you're doing. It's not that you have to get rid of those things, but there will be something that takes precedence over it. And if you're setting that thing as a true priority, other things are going to have to take a back burner. And like we can dive down a whole other category too of like, you know, we're talking health and fitness. And I think in order to have any of those categories that you truly want, you know, I could be on my own on this, but I truly think if you want all these other categories, and this includes family too, right? Family, um, it could include finances. It could, it could include certain people that you enjoy around you. Like if those are all priorities, my argument would be like your health needs to be above that because if you're not going to be around for all those things and all that other shit doesn't matter. So that's me. Of course, I'm biased. This is our field and this is our profession. This, this is our jam. But, uh, you know, in my opinion, I feel that if you're not putting health as a priority, I just heard somebody else talking super high business mogul in the sales industry and he was hammering on his guys saying like, look, we can handle all the objections. We could be super good at what we do from a professional standpoint. But he's like, if you're fat, you're out of shape, you don't, you don't prioritize your health, your, your duration in this sales industry is going to diminish extremely fast. And now you're going to have all these other, you know, precursors, markers that come up later down the road, all because you weren't, you weren't putting health as a priority. So I'm biased, of course, I'm going to feel like everybody should put health as their priority. But even if you don't, whatever it is, like if you're just putting anything as your priority, it does have to take precedence over other things. And you have to be willing to give these other things a back seat, and you have to be okay with that, even if it's just for a season, right? It doesn't have to be permanent. But even if it's just for a season so you can experience it and go, okay, yeah, I want to continue to do this and keep this as a priority because I see everything else flourishing. Or you might go, 
man, I kept that for a priority for a while and I at least saw it through and I was consistent, but maybe I don't have to keep it a priority for this season right now. Like for a good example is like when people have kids or when you have children, right? Like maybe, maybe, um, you do have certain things that are priorities for you. And then all of a sudden you have to have those take a backseat when you obviously birth a child into this world, right? So that you, the priorities will shift and change. Um, but I think just having that, that honesty, that conversation with yourself of like, at what point in my journey, like is what level of importance does this hold right now? And can I see it through when the dust settles, when it starts to get sticky, when it starts to slow down, when it gets past the honeymoon phase, do I have the willingness to continue to see this as a priority, which means I'll do it above majority, if not everything else. And I think that's an honest conversation that people have to have with themselves, man. Yeah. And I love that you brought up, I mean, there's so many good things that you said in there, right? The, the excuses, like it has to take a backseat to the excuses. That's a lot of times what we see, right? Is, is we see, oh, you know, you said you want to work on getting three workouts a weekend and, and yet yeah, there's always another excuse. Oh, my kids. Oh, my wife. Oh, like this and that. Right. And, and that's, that's clearly not a priority then. But I also love what you said about health and fitness being the number one priority. And I think I have that same exact belief. And like you said, we're both in this industry. We've both, we've both really prioritized our health. But what I've realized is when health and fitness wasn't a priority in my life, I felt like shit in other areas suffered, right? My family life suffered, my relationships suffered, finances suffer. It's it's really hard to grow other areas of your life when you feel like shit and you don't like the way you look and you don't have energy and you're not sleeping good. And you know, all of these these things that we call the basics and the staples of just like what it takes to really achieve health and fitness goals in the first place, weight loss, fat loss, muscle building, all those things. But also yeah, I, I think that, you know, if you're saying that like family is the number one priority and you're not prioritizing your health and fitness, then it really isn't that much because you're also not setting the best example for your kids if you have them, right? Like if you're out of shape and you're not working to improve that, like I want to make sure I say that because I know there's plenty of people who are not in great shape, but they're working to improve that and it is a priority in their life. That is setting a great example for your kids that you're willing to change things and you're willing to, to move in a different direction. And uh, I think that's really, really important to talk about. And what would you say on just, you know, people setting priorities, right? Because I've, I've done this many, many times where I set a priority and then, you know, you get down the line, you kind of like lock yourself in and you feel like you have to keep going on when it's not necessarily what you want. Like maybe you figure out you don't truly want it. Like at what point would you tell people to like, hey, this isn't actually working, right? Like, or maybe like, let's reset priorities because clearly this isn't what you really want. How long do you kind of recommend people try things out or kind of go at these goals? Cause I do think that goals and priorities are very similar and they, they have very, like a lot of similarities, but like how long do we go at something before it's time to maybe change things up, go at it, like reset the priorities list. Hey, reset the non-negotiables, whatever it is, this shit isn't working. That's a great question. And I think it's going to be dependent on what the priority is and the the individual, their experience level, their skill set, et cetera. It's going to come down to a lot of different factors. But I will say that at least no matter what it is, like give it an honest and health and fitness is totally different because you got to get it takes a long time, right? Like it takes really long. Uh, you have to find the the wins, what we call like little wins, but they're actually big wins that are going to be hidden 
and things other than the scale, right? And so you have to be able to look in between all these little cracks and crevices and be able to be pumped on the little wins because those are actually the things that keep you going for the long haul. But if we're just talking about in general, um, health and fitness is going to be a really long time, like stick something out for like six, 12 months minimum, like at the bare minimum, I would say. Uh, with anything else, if, you know, it, again, it depends on the individual, but I would say long enough to the point where let's just assume that the person is extremely consistent. Let's just take that and like write that as a given across the board. Let's just assume they, they maybe miss their priority once a week at most, if not, they're perfect on the week. I think you need to do it long enough to where you can at least see obvious progression in whatever it is that you're working towards where you can actually see and build that momentum because that momentum becomes contagious. And then you're going to be like, okay, I am moving towards this. I'm proving to myself I'm being consistent. And then later down the road, if your goals or priorities do shift and they change, that's great. But it's not because you weren't consistent and you weren't adherent to the process and you weren't compliant. It's just because your priorities shifted and you're like, oh, yeah, I truly don't want this. I'm doing everything that's the task at hand. I'm actually completing the task. I think that has to be the non-negotiables. You actually have to do the thing, like put your feelings aside, put your emotions aside, treat it as the pillar, as the priority enough and consistently enough to the point where you can actually see you knocking down pins and chipping away and 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 moving the needle towards the thing that you're making the priority because you're going to start to get a sense of progression and momentum you're going to continue to want to go towards that thing now if you've been doing all those things and your mindset changes and you're like oh man maybe i shouldn't make this a priority like i'm making really good waves and progression towards the thing i've now made a priority but you know what on second thought despite me having a lot of momentum going towards this thing, I don't know if I want it anymore. And then you can totally live with that. And I'll tell you what, because when you transition and you're at that point, you now can make an honest gut intuitive decision of like, okay, I'm making this decision consciously because I have the data that proves that I was actually well on my way and I felt the momentum of it too. And now I've just, honestly, I've just, I've just shifted my priorities. That's totally different than somebody going, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of doing the thing, you know, on, on a seven day span across a week, I prioritized it two out of seven days, you know, so we missed five days. Well, I don't know if I really want this, you know, it's like, dude, you haven't even stuck it out to even get a taste if you want it or not, you know, so that would be my advice to those people is like, be so consistent and relentless to the point where you've earned the decision to shift your, your in, intuition or shift your priorities, because Something that's a priority right now may not be, you know, three, four or five months later down the road. And that's totally fine. We all we all shift priorities. That's why I like to look at things in seasons, but go through it through a season, whatever that is for you. It, it does. I don't think you necessarily have to put a time frame on it. I would say long enough to where you can see obvious progression towards the priority that you're working towards, because then you'll get you'll get an honest uh, opinion based on true data of like, OK, I'm six, I've been proven successful working towards this priority. Now I have all the information that I need because I've proved to myself. Now I can make a better decision and a better choice versus you making that decision and choice because you haven't done shit and you've been very low in terms of compliance and adherence. It's like, you're just trying to jump to the easy thing, right? You're just trying to find an easy way out. So there's, you get, that's like a fine line to dance, right? Like you gotta be very careful. I would say be relentless in the pursuit of your original priority so much to the point where it's obvious that you're successful in it and then make that decision. 
don't make that decision because you're non-compliant and you want to get out of it and it's challenging and it's tough and you you want to start something new and fresh because it looks sexy this is actually the this is actually the exact definition of the valley of despair right it's where like what is it? Uninformed optimism, then informed optimism, then valley of despair is the bottom part. That's where everybody gives up. So if we're talking about like, I think it's five or six stages where three is the bottom, instead of persevering and going through to stage four, most people, when they get to stage three at the bottom, they go back to stage one in something new, right? Like uninformed optimism. Oh, this is new and sexy. Informed optimism, meaning like, okay, I got a little bit more information. This actually sucks. I really don't want to make this a priority. This is tougher than I thought. Boom, you're down in the valley of despair. Shit, this is really hard. I really don't know if I like this. And then they go back to the new sexy thing at stage one. And so you repeat this cycle. So I would say do it long enough where you can get out of stage three at the bottom, the valley of despair, to where you can progress out on the opposite side and move to stage four, um, meaning you've persevered long enough, you've been consistent long enough. And then you can make a decision of like, yes, this truly is a priority. I've earned my stripes here. Like, I'm going to continue to keep doing this. This is awesome. This is phenomenal. Or, yeah, I still got the results, but I don't necessarily want this anymore. Cool. That, now you can make a really good decision versus just being a little punk and going, oh, I didn't put the work in. So I'm going to, I'm going to start something new and fresh because it's, it's easier. Like, like, get me out of here. This is uncomfortable. Right. And so that's the difference between two people. So, a long roundabout answer, but I would say there's no, there's no exact time duration I would put on it. I would just say, get through that damn valley of despair and then make a decision. Don't just jump ship the second something gets hard. Um, and that, that would be my opinion. I'm curious to know your thoughts on that, man. Yeah, I, I love, I love that answer to talk about the valley of despair and kind of where people get. I think it's important for people to realize what they're doing to themselves. And, and I think a lot of that goes back to honesty, right? Like it's, a lot of times yeah. what we do, and I say we, cause I've done this many times is we go at goals and we set priorities based on other people, right? Based on maybe influencers, based on our coworkers, based on, you know, what, you know, our friends are doing all these things. And we don't truly want it. We just think we're going to look cool if we do it right. Or, Oh, if we accomplish this, like we're going to look cool or, you know, whatever it is that you want to be validated for. A lot of times that honesty is like, cause you can't lie to yourself, right? Like you really can't, <laughs> you really ask yourself like, why, like, do I really want this? Or like, am I really truly going to put in the work for this goal? Or is it, does this priority really actually mean something to me? You're going to get a fucking answer. You know, it's a matter of if you want to be delusional with yourself and you want to act like, you know, you can slip one by yourself, which is just impossible. And then, you know, I think that you talked a lot of good stuff about just, how you should try stuff for a long period of time. I think that's really important to just really give stuff a long go. And you know, that honesty at the start is huge to even like make sure you're going at the right thing and then make adjustments throughout and, you know, be able to, to shift things and be able to like, oh, I set things too high. I set my standards too high. Like I need to lower them back a little bit. And that's why we always talk about, you know, finding what you can do on your worst day because you know, if health and fitness is a priority, you're going to probably want to have certain habits that you do every day or every week, right? And, and maybe what you'll find is that, oh, shit, when, when things are really busy, like this is what happened to me is I had 45 minutes of walking on my list. And then like I had a, a weekend of super stressful, crazy, like wall-to-wall -wall schedule. And I was stressed out of my mind trying to get the walking in because I told myself I'm going to do it. So I was like, I'm going to do it, right? And after that weekend, I, I reevaluated my non-negotiables. 
And I was like, oh, I need to shift this this walking down. Now, that's not to say that I'm not going to strive for 45 minutes a day because I still do. It's just to say that like my bar is now 30 minutes. And I know that that is doable on those crazy busy days. I can still get 30 minutes in, no fucking problem on those days. But maybe 45 minutes is just a little bit too much to where I'm stressing. And so I think that's important for people to understand is that like those non-negotiables or those daily habits that you set for yourself that help you make that thing a priority, that show that it's a priority, that when you accomplish those things, you are basically telling yourself that is truly high on your list of things you need to do. Then like just be honest within that process. Like don't feel like you have to, you shouldn't be so stressed out doing those things. And I think that's why, you know, that's, that helps with the value of despair as well is like, if people have unrealistic daily habits and daily non-negotiables, then I feel like that valley of despair comes a little bit sooner too, because then, and then maybe it's harder to get through as opposed to if you have realistic things that you're doing that are still challenging, right? They're not like things that are just easy, that are already habits that are second nature that you're just kind of like, oh, I did it, right? Like just bullshitting yourself about that. Then you continue to make progress and maybe that valley isn't as hard. Like that's not to say that you're not going to run into hard weeks and hard days within any goal or any priority that you make. But I think it becomes easier when you are really setting sustainable things within like sustainable milestones and sustainable habits and all of these things that we really want. And then you can always build on those. Like once something becomes like a full habit and it's just second nature and you don't even think about it anymore, take it off your list. And this is like something I did and I actually had another client do it. Give me a sec here. Um, So I, I created structure within my day and like I have like these five things, right? And you don't have to choose five, but I figured out like I, I want to make, you know, my mindset, my mental health, physical health, like all that stuff, like a high priority. And I just figured out what things help me do that, right? And so I got gratitude, right? First thing in the morning, gratitude. Um, and this is 24 straight days. So I've been on a 24 day winning streak of doing all these things. They're sustainable habits. I can do them no matter what. I have a great workout or some or yoga. That's something I want to do every day. 30 minutes of walks. You'll see 45 minutes is crossed off. I'm not fucking bullshitting you guys. Mm-hmm. 15 mm-hmm. minutes of reading. That's sustainable for me. I used to do 30 minutes. Some days that was just like a headache. I just, I didn't want mm-hmm. to do it. I wasn't feeling it. 15 minutes. I'm putting some good shit in my brain every day, but like I can always go higher. I can always do more. And then lastly is like meditation or like a nighttime routine. Right now I've been doing like yin yoga a lot. I've been doing that for the past two weeks where I do like deep stretches and like hold the stretches for like two to five minutes. And I, you know, do that for 15 to 30 minutes at night before to go, go to bed. And so that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about, kind of giving you an example. And, you know, you could maybe choose two or three. Like I I've been, you know, some of these things are, are pretty second nature for me at this point, but I just, I want to make sure I, I kind of get that physical checking off of the list every time I do them. And so you kind of, you really, it goes a long way towards just that mindset of, yeah, I can look at this list and I can say, oh yeah, I am doing the things that I need to do to feel my best on a daily basis and show up as the best version of myself. Dude, I think it's awesome. You, you talked about making adjustments and that was like a perfect example right there is you first had said, I think like 30 or 45 minutes on your reading. And then you're like, oh man, this is not sustainable for me. Let me chunk this down to 15 
and create a minimum for myself so that I can still actually get the thing done. Cause I think a lot of times like you'll run into some days, for example, where that 30 or 45 minutes is like really daunting and it's really hard for you to even squeeze in that time frame. But if you have something as like a minimum threshold, guess what? It still gets you started to actually do the thing. And if you happen to go beyond 15 minutes, then great. But I think a lot of people are quick to write things off because if they can't allot the very specific amount of time that's required for whatever standard they originally set, you could look at it as like a workout too. Like if people are like, oh man, my workout takes 45 minutes or to an hour, I don't have that right now. Like I got thrown some curveballs. So they write the work off, workout off completely versus just going, dude, get 10 to 15 minutes in or whatever you got right now, get as far as you can in the workout, whether you got to set a timer for yourself and then like literally hard stop and be done. That is way better than doing nothing. And so the the fact that you brought up adjustments, I think is huge so that you can create, because the underlying thing here is the consistency, right? The, the consistency and adherence to something, assuming you are making it truly a priority will allow you to get the thing and yield the outcome that you eventually are going to be deserving of, assuming there was consistency along the path. And to help drive consistency, you have to have the ability to adjust in there. And so I think it's almost better creating minimum thresholds for yourself at like you said, prep yourself for the worst case day or worst case scenario, super busy, like shit's hitting the fan, so to speak. Like what can you still do and still accomplish on that day that'll make you feel like, okay, yeah, it wasn't optimal, but you built the callus of a no matter what mentality, a whatever it takes mentality so that you can do those things. And so on any given day where you're like, man, I, I even did it on a day where my boss at the end of the day threw an extra four tasks on me. I had to answer a couple emails I wasn't expecting. Then my wife called and said, she can't go pick up the kids. So I got to pick up the kids, right? Like you get thrown all these curveballs. Like what can you still do when you get all that, the whole kitchen sink thrown at you? And so for you just making a simple adjustment, like, dude, 30 to 45 minutes was a little bit strong for me. Like it's great when I have the time, but it didn't create that callus of whatever it takes where I can get it done every single day relentlessly. So what is that? Oh, well, I just dropped it down to 15 minutes. Super simple. I think people forget that. They have like this binary mindset of like black and white, all or nothing. I got to do it all and I got to do it to the max or else that means I'm not going to make progression. So I might as well just not even do it anyways because I don't have the time for it. <laughs> it's like, it's the shittiest mindset you can ever have versus I'm going to encourage people to, I like to think of it in terms of like, baseball players like Pedroia or somebody somebody who's scrappy, right? Like think of a scrappy player. You almost have to have a scrappy mindset when it comes to setting your prior, priorities and then ultimately creating consistency with them is like, just have a scrappy mindset. Like take the approach of, of, of Marshawn Lynch when he does his runs and he, you know, he's getting touched by all 11 players and then getting into the end zone. It wasn't just a smooth breakaway, nice seamless run. It's like, no, you're going to go through those bumps and the the bruises and hits and like, just be scrappy in your process. And if you can take that mindset versus like everything needs to be this super clean, paved, perfect, laid out red carpet for me, it, it's going to be a daunting task for you. And all of a sudden you get thrown that first challenge or that curveball, you're going to be stuck in the mindset of like, oh, I'm not going to do it at all. I might as well not do it at all anyways today. You know, I'm, I might not, I might as well not even start like today's way too busy to do that. Or, you know, it's just a shitty mindset to be in, which is going to continue to keep holding you back, which now all of a sudden that thing is no longer truly a priority because you're not doing it on a day in day out basis to where these other things all of a sudden take precedence over what was quote unquote, your, your priority when you started off with. So I think, 
and we, we didn't even talk about, but the, the amount of self-confidence that comes with that too, when you have that sort of scrappy right. mindset and you're like, well, I got to, I got to, I didn't get my 45 minute or my hour workout done today, but I was able to get like three out of four sets done on my first movement. I at least got some working sets in like, dude, you built that callus. That's a huge win. Right. And so now you're going to take that self-confidence and go, shit. I remember on, you know, last week when I got thrown a major curveball, I still at least started my workout and I got my first three working sets in. Was it optimal? No. Did I do it and prove to myself that I could do it no matter what? Yes. Okay. That means it's a priority to me and I'm proving to myself that it is a priority to me. So then when I go forward, shit's going to happen again, right? At some point, oh yeah, I remember when I got that shit done. I didn't get the whole workout done, but I at least got some good solid working sets and I at least got 15, 20 minutes in and got some good work, right? And so and I just learned from it, like I need to plan a little better going into the next one. So it's just about being scrappy, I think, in, in your process. It's the easiest way I it clicks in my mind. Uh, maybe that doesn't click for everybody, but I think just be scrappy in your process, meaning like shit does not have to be perfect, does not have to be like the super like golden laid out plan. It can at first, but your ability to, like you said, adapt and adjust as you go has to be there be scrappy through the process, then you can decide whether you want to skip days or totally shift priorities. But only after you've you've taken the approach of, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I'm going to be so consistent to the point where I'm going to yield the outcome because I've got things done no matter what, regardless of the scenario, then you can make a really good decision. Um, you know, because you've actually worked through the valley of despair, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I have a lot to say on all the stuff you just said. Um, <laughs> today, for example, for today, so I had a, my workout in the gym was long. It was long, but I didn't get everything done, but I have on my list. My non-negotiable is a great workout or some sort of yoga, right? That doesn't mean I used to have 45 minute workout on there. Like it used to be like a certain amount of time. I found that that was just stressful. Like having to like look at my phone and I'm like, did I hit 40? Oh no, it's 43 minutes. We got to do another set. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Right? Like, it, it's just like, that's the competitiveness in me too, is like, yep. I want to stick with the stuff I say. And I, that also, I, you know, I am grateful for that mindset in certain scenarios because I guess I've maybe ran into enough people that they don't follow through on what they say. Like I talked about at the start, their actions don't match their words. And mm -hmm. I just, I really do not like those kind of people. I do not want to surround myself with those kind of people. You can't trust those people. And so I'm very huge on that. And I am grateful for that because I am somebody who does follow through on the things I say. If, if I tell you I'm going to fucking be somewhere at 4.30, like I'm going to be there at 4.30. Like even if something else comes up or whatever, like, like I'm, I'm not going to be the guy who shifts, you know, some people are just looking for the best thing. They're like, Oh no, like mm -hmm. so-and-so is having a party. That's probably going to be more fun than, than the thing that I committed to three weeks ago. So I'm going to cancel on this person. And I'm going to go there. Fuck you. That's, that's what I have to say about those people. But that is, that is against, I went on a rant there. We all know that, uh, that I can go on a, that I can go that's on a rant. happened to you before. It sounds like, Oh my God, I hate those people, man. I don't like yeah. that. I literally just, I, don't want to surround myself with those kind of people. It's happened. I just, I see it everywhere. It's very hard. Actually. I think it's very hard to find people that are actually that follow through on what they say they're going to do. And then yeah. for those people as well, like if you don't follow through for other people, generally you're probably not following through for yourself either. Cause we're a lot harsher on ourselves. And that was the other thing I wanted to say is like, 
I think that with the growth that I've had recently has come from me like giving myself more grace and really just trying to be more of a best friend to myself for the first time in 29 mm. years. Like I've never really, I've always had these really high standards. I've always beat myself up when I didn't achieve the bar that's way above where it probably should be. And like this, this thing right here, this, this 24 days of, of building these five things up again is, is really the definition of being more kind to myself. Like this is, this is almost like a 24 day tracker of me being kind to myself, really. Cause I've, I've finally like given myself grace with things. I've understood that I don't have to have these huge rigid rules in there. Like, it's just like, we need to just make sure that we're moving the needle forward every day. And so I would kind of challenge people to look at that too, especially competitive people. It's, I think we're all really harsh on ourselves, but like competitive people, I think happen to be a little bit harder on themselves and like, don't mm -hmm. give themselves the grace of, like I said, Oh, I set, I was going to do a 45 minute workout and it was 43 minutes. Right. And so then I was like going around the gym, like looking, and I did some random fucking thing. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know, like this doesn't have to be yeah. the case. Like I, I, I had four exercises on my workout today. I did three of them and I crushed the workout. I said, I hit PR in the deadlift. I hit a PR in, uh, in my single arm rows. Mm. Awesome workout. It just so happened that like I was going really, really high in weights. Deadlifts took me like 30, 40 minutes to do because I was, you know, you got to go up a certain amount if you're trying to hit one rep PRs. And so it's, mm. it took me a long time to get there, but I didn't like beat myself up about not getting that last exercise in. I knew it was a great workout. I didn't have any sort of number that I had to get done. I was like, you know what? It's a fucking awesome win. I'm going to check that fucking mark next to great workout or great yoga session in. And we're going to keep moving on and then just keep doing all these things. And then like all of a sudden you get 14 days in, you get 21 days in, you get a month in. And like you said, the confidence that you start developing when you see this. And I would encourage people, I've never done this where I've had like the physical thing, right? The physical check mark. It's really accomplishing to be able to, it's like the to-do list. It's like checking the thing off the to-do list. It's you see those marks and you see, oh, fuck yeah. Like I did this for this many days in a row and maybe at a certain point you stop doing it, but it's really easy to do and you can just kind of put it somewhere. And then it's like, also a reminder, I put it right in my kitchen. I go by my kitchen. I eat a fuckload of food. So like I go by my kitchen all the time. <laughs> I see that. And if I have something I haven't done, it's like, Oh shit, let's get that 15 minutes of reading in and let's, let's uh, make sure this this day's a win. And, and I think that also goes to like with priorities, you know, if you're not in a place where you, cause goal, it kind of goes goals, priorities, non-negotiables or daily habits kind of, right? And so like, if you're not in a place where you have these like very specific goals, like me, I don't, I don't have like very specific health and fitness goals. I just want to feel really good. Like that's all I really want to do is just feel really good and just like set myself up to be in the best headspace, right? So like I have more or less, like I want to have a lot of energy, like what things do I have to do to, to get myself in the best mental headspace and the best physical space with like energy and how I feel about my body. And I just came up with things on my list that helped me do that. And so like, you could do that as well. Like what things, and this could be through trial and error, you figure out what things do I need to have on my daily non-negotiable list? Like what two to five things, like, do I find work best for me? Like I have a client that, that he just figured out. He's like, God, when I get like a morning walk in, like, I just feel amazing. And I'm like, good. Like, let's, 
like this is awesome. You're starting to figure out what works best for you, right? Like, like I that's that's a huge thing about health and fitness and and whatever you're going at is like figuring out what works best for you because your lifestyle is going to be completely different than mine, which is going to be completely different than the next person and your coworker and whatever. And you can try things that other people are doing. I encourage you to do that, but you may find that they don't work for you and they don't work for your lifestyle. What works best for you to get you in the best headspace? physical space, energy space, whatever it is you're looking for. Let's do those fucking things. And then we make those adjustments as you go to make sure that you can do those every day. And you might not figure out some of those things until you come up on those crazy fucking days that are not going to happen all the time. But then that gives you the idea of, oh, you don't have to be harsh on yourself that maybe you missed a day because it was wildly crazy. That's good data that we can use to adjust that number to something that's more sustainable for you when that day does come up again in the future. Yeah, because it, it will, right? Absolutely, yeah. it will. So if you're, you're able to persevere through those little hiccups or speed bumps, I look at those as like, you want to encourage those to happen. I think people shy away from them or they get scared that they're going to happen or they think they're going to get derailed by them. It's like, no, that's actual data that you can use to go forward to become better, to adjust your plan so that you can be more consistent in the long run. So encourage those things to come. It's just like failing or, you know, you hear the crazy percentages with with Michael Jordan on how many game winning shots he's actually missed, right, that he's taken. And you only remember the ones that he made, right, which is a very small percentage, but we remember him for that so it's like if he didn't have those those game losing shots right he just like us didn't experience the speed bumps in our what once what we said as a priority and then all of a sudden something comes up and we can't stick to it it's like you want to take those and learn from them because that's data that you can use going forward and uh whether people i forget the terminology that somebody you know i've heard people use before but it's not it's not like failing it's something or it's like failing forward basically right like that sort of mindset and mentality is kind of like exactly the approach you need to go into scrappy mentality expect it not to be perfect because you need that data you need those answers you need those golden nuggets so you can adjust accordingly and and go forward like even just talking to you if we we look back like two three months ago like in what you were doing as far as your priorities list and then what you have now is completely different, right? Like you've shaped it, you've molded it, you've chiseled it a little bit, you've cut down some things, you've rearranged some verbiage. So now it's no longer like a time frame. it's just more on quality. Like you, I could see that you've shifted yours, right? And so that's awesome, man. And so we, I encourage everybody to do that. But one thing that Alex didn't do was he didn't just throw in the towel and go, oh, fuck it. Like I'm done. <laughs> Today, today's too hard, man. Like I'm not, I'm just not going to do these anymore. Right. And like, no, he, he changed some time frames on them instead of making them time-based. It was more quality based. He even threw some different ones in there and got rid of ones that weren't serving him anymore. And so now like your, your list now is totally different than what it was three months ago, you know? And so, and that's going to happen for everybody. Now, did you completely just like jump shift and change priorities? Doesn't sound like it, right? It sounds like your priority is still there is like your standard. You've just found ways to hit it more consistently now, which is going to give you a better outcome, which makes it inevitable that you'll get to that outcome at some point. Right. And so it only happens when you have the ability to adjust on the spot. And uh, not only that, like your, your ability to do it day in and day out now with the, the plan that you have set in stone is going to be way more achievable than the plan that you had you know, three months ago, I think back when you were like, I was doing hour long meditations. Like if I didn't hit my hour long meditation, then it, I felt like a failure, right? Like yeah. you've, you've chunked things down in, into digestible blocks for yourself where you're like, 
I can keep winning day in and day out. I can feel a sense of accomplishment when I check these things off. And now I, and for that, your momentum's contagious now, right? Now you got the snowball rolling and, uh, yeah, dude, you're going to be able to get whatever you want now. But I think people set these super high priorities that come with these very daunting standards. And they're like, oh, I can't even come close to that today. So I'm not even going to start it. Right. And now it's like, you know, there's a lot of in between area there. You got to get resourceful. You got to get scrappy so that priorities stay the priority and you can shape and mold it and, and figure it out how it's going to work best for you individually to really set yourself up for success. So I, I just wanted you to know that I see it in you, man. I see what you're doing just by sharing yours today. I'm like, oh, cool. That's totally different than in, in the best way possible. It's more refined. It's more efficient. It's more, uh, it's streamlined for you. And, and I could see it for sure. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, no, it's, and it's been, you yeah. saw the dark times too, right? Like the, and the dark times were data mm -hmm. too. Like all those times, like where I was, you know, not doing the things that I wanted to do and not necessarily following through on the, on the standard that I was setting. That was data. Cause then I went through a period where I was like, well, maybe not having structure is key. And then I figured out, yeah. oh, that's not, that's not it either. Like I, I got <laughs> it the middle ground, right? It's like, yeah. and so then I found the middle ground and that, coupled with like meeting myself where I was at, meeting myself with what I can achieve on a daily basis. And then also having that grace and kindness coupled with it, I think was kind of the formula for me that, that has allowed me to really feel, feel good and, um, and not feel like I have to do anything, but more that I really want to do these things. And, mm. uh, and then I get to do these things, right. It's kind of, yes. that kind of thing has been, has been huge for me. It's like that. I, I would say if, if, if you can do anything, especially if you are, like me and Matt, where you're ultra competitive and you have the tendency to maybe set the bar a little bit too high, like just put a little bit of grace in there. See, see what you can do to, to really like, I don't know. I, I almost like look at myself at certain points and I feel sorry for myself. Right. Like it's like, I, I kind of have see myself as like maybe a, like a child, right. It's like, Oh, like, you know, he was just trying to, he was really just trying to be like useful. Right. He was really just trying to like, like feel good and, and really help people. Right. And so like the, the fact that I couldn't achieve some of those things, like I, 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 it all got me to this point in my life where, you know, who knows what the future holds. I'm sure there'll be some steps back, but now I kind of go at life too, with this motto of like, it's going to be, there's going to be steps back. And now the expectations aren't perfection anymore. It's more or less like forward movement, whether that's two steps back or two steps forward, one step back, Maybe at certain points, it's two steps forward, two steps back. Maybe there's times when you take one step forward, two steps back. Like there's, there's going to be different things, but I kind of understand like that there's going to, I see it. I see the roadblocks, right? I see them and I expect them. And I think that that makes it so that it's not demoralizing. It doesn't crush me when they come out of nowhere. You know, that's, they're not coming out of nowhere because I, I, I expect them and I'm fine with it and I'm cool when I don't feel good and someday it's fine. It's whatever. We're going to get past it. I know I can still do all these things on the list. Even if I feel like shit, we keep moving the needle forward. Hell yeah, man. I love it. And if you guys are listening and you got anything from this and you're deciding on what you're going to do for your priorities and how you're going to shift and how you're going to be resourceful and be scrappy in the process, we just appreciate it if you share it with somebody that you know could benefit from it. Um, I think today's conversation on priorities, there's so many golden nuggets in there. You're going to have to go back. But really, we, if we were to condense it and I kind of bring a conclusion here is just understand it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have to shape and mold and adjust as you go. And guess what? When you run into those tough times where to Alex's point, you may have to take a couple steps back to be able to progress forward. 
it's all necessary. It's all part of the progression going forward. And so uh, if you keep the priority, the priority and figure out ways for you to make it more achievable along your journey and kind of just lay these little breadcrumbs for yourself, you're going to make the process a lot more easier in terms of uh, compliance and adherence, which ultimately is what yields the outcome anyways. So we always like to say consistently good over occasionally great. So I really take that to heart. And just by Alex sharing his examples today, it's exact definition of that. He's finding ways to be consistently good versus being knocking it out of the park and being occasionally great every once in a while. And if we if the stars don't align on that particular day and we can't knock it out of the park, it's OK. We can do some sacrifices. We lay down some bunts. We can hit some base knocks. Right. Like we want to be consistent. And so any way you can find yourself in that scenario to set you guys self up for success, I think that's what we would condense everything down in into a nutshell here man you got anything else no man i think this is a fun episode hopefully you guys enjoyed it we appreciate you being a part of it listening and watching on a regular basis if you're new to the podcast we drop them every tuesday and thursday so make sure you subscribe if you enjoyed this one like it you know this would be a good one i think to share with a friend or family member if you have somebody out there who you think could benefit from this or who's trying to go at goals, who's maybe struggling to to achieve what they're they're going after. I think this would be a really, really good episode to share. So thank you so much. And also, if you have questions for us at all, if you have comments, please leave them at, on our YouTube and, and we'll make sure we get to those. We'll answer those. And, and um, we're wanting to do another Q&A here soon. So then if you have questions about anything at all, if you have topics you want us to do, drop those in our YouTube uh episodes and we'll we'll make sure we bookmark those because we want to we want to be doing stuff that's helping you all out there so so uh we appreciate you we we appreciate you watching this listening to this we hope you have a great rest of the day a good rest of the week and we'll be talking to you soon